Hey everybody, how's it going? Hey guys, hey y'all, how are you? How are you? What, Yo, what's going on? All right, so you guys are listening to Make It Make Sense podcast with myself, Phil, and me, Stacy, and your friend, your compatriot, your comrade in arms, Mr. Data GDR. It is a pleasure to be in. Your ear. Fantastic. Hey, after doing that like a hundred times, how does it feel now? Hey man, I feel like I need the mic close to my face again because it just doesn't feel the same over Zoom, you know. <laughs> like I need to be breathing down the microphone, feeling or on my mustache as I'm talking, you know, kind of representing a female's ear because that's right. how I do it. You know, I hear that. I need you, the contact. But you can set up a mic and but yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You're right, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us are Okay, I hear that. <laughs> all right, so what were we saying? Playing a game now? Yeah. Can we? I'm ready. David? What game, Phil? Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> I did introduce- okay, <laughs> this is the part of the show, all right, <laughs> where we play this little game. Uh, we, we quite, we, we've grown quite fond of this game, haven't we? Um, <laughs> yeah, so this game is a, it's a game where we, we, we sing a melody of an existing song or, or theme tune. And the only rule is that you must use the words, make it and make sense in that order so you have to use the words make it and make sense in that order as you sing the melody of an existing song or theme tune and the other two must guess what song it is so david period ready i'm ready indeed is it an easy one because if it is just second guess it please because <laughs> not to be fair is it Jonas Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> that would be good because we were just talking about Jonas Brothers and how wavy they are. But no, no, it's not. Fantastic. All right, when you're ready, go for it. All right, cool. Make, 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 Make it make, make it make sense. Make it make it make it, make it make it make it make it make it make sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Make it make it make, make it make it make it make sense. Wow, you got a little vibrato going on there too, uh, dude. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh my god, it's an easy song, but what's it called? That's easy, but I'm not gonna do it. Stacey, do it. No, like I don't know the name of it. I didn't even know there was a title to it. I thought it was just like <laughs> just oh, noise, so, in it. I didn't know it was a song like that. It was just noise. You, Fair you enough. Thought- so you don't know the you don't know the like the lyrics or the chorus because the title of the song. One one eight. What? Oh my god. Oh, oh Roberts, you beautiful woman. Oh my gosh. Oh, so you're thinking of like the advert that was parody that parodied the song. A woman. No, 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 no. That's okay, not what I'm doing. It just got interesting. David, this was, this was a great pick. Okay. Ah. 
you know what? I know the song, but all that comes to my mind is 118. God help me. I, I think <laughs> I know it. But all that comes to mind is 118. Have you seen any Rocky movie? Any Creed movie? Yeah. Yeah, that's where it's from. He's running up the stairs, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know the name. I don't know the name. Shoot. I don't know the name. <laughs> to be fair, this is how you know, like, some art has cultural relevance rather than the actual relevance of the song itself. Yeah. Like, yeah, but fair enough. Okay, I'll get. I'll say it. It's "Eye of the Tiger" by Survivor. So wrong. It, yes, so it is. very wrong. Yes, oh, wrong, and strong. wrong and strong. Eye oh of the Tiger. My gosh, feel it's, it's the Eye of the Tiger. And wrong and strong. Wait, what is did he sing? Is that yeah, it is. It is. Really, yeah. Really, I swear down. Do it wrong again. And strong. Do it wrong. again. This is hilarious. I'm not even being wrong and strong. I'm being make. Oh, make it, yeah, yeah. Get oh, it now, wait. get it now. Make it make sense, sense. I know you don't know the name of this. Or see, this, this I knew Oh, David, you spun me still. Yeah, Spanish jewel. Come on, come on. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh, I'm actually spun. I Wait, sing again. Go again, go again, go again. Oh, God. I'm probably get tired, but... <clears throat> make it make... Make it make sense. Make it make it make it. Make it make it make it make it make sense. Make it make sense. See, those are the actual words. Make it make sense. Fighting harder. Ooh, okay. I mean, those are fighting lyrics. Fighting harder, fighting... We're getting into lyrics now, but should uh, I just like, any misery? No, misery? no. Oh, oh, you 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 go you gonna be hard headed, huh? You gonna right, be hard headed. Right, right. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? My pride is not on the line. <laughs> do what you need to do. <laughs> right. Okay. So the name of the iconic song from the Rocky film series is "Gonna Fly Now." Ah, uh, that's awesome. gonna fly uh. now. That's what they say. I the was book. the closest one with 118. <laughs> I mean, I actually said that. But... <laughs> 118 is to the tune of what I was doing, so she was closer than you. I said lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I said lyrics. Hey, man, listen. Uh, I don't want to be on the same team for this game, but that was kind of fun watching y'all, watching y'all lose. No, no, that no, that was really good. That, that was, was not. That was really good. Got him. But how how did I know that it wasn't a parody? But you could have been singing the parody though. No, he wasn't. Uh, how how do we know? Uh, okay, David. No, no, but how do we know? Yeah, David, I, I still think. I'm a, I'm a I'm a serious boxer. I mean, actually, so that song is like <laughs> it's it's fuel for us. So don't. Why would I paradise? Right. You know. Right. Right. Well, I just thought there were different versions, but I guess not. I yeah. guess we can be, you know, stiff with it. Cool. Wow. Fair oh, cool. No, David, well done. That was a really good pick. Well, really thank good. you. <laughs> I, like, I, ju I just feel like you should do it every week, you know? Oh, that's too much now. You're, you're so good at <laughs> curveballs. You might as well. Like, not. No? Okay, fair enough. Say nothing. All right. <laughs> no, you should. You should. But guys, how's your week been? Um, it's, it's been... Damn. slow but fast like when you're thinking mm -hmm. about how the week is going as the week is going everything moves slow 
And then when someone asks you, it's like, oh, snap, it's already Wednesday. So you're like, oh, okay, I guess it's not going that slow. But yeah, I feel like I'm in a loop right now because I'm working from home still. Um, and every day is pretty much the same. Um, yeah, so I'd say I'd say that's interesting. It's funny because I actually watched a film yesterday about loops called Spring Breakers with the greatest the greatest Ooh, white man since. I need to check out that film dude it's so f- oh really? Andy Samberg is amazing bro yeah he's oh, amazing right. oh that, gosh. that kind of concept yeah right? the thing is I watched the trailer yeah time mm. ago but the trailer didn't give me that impression I think it might have been the first trailer I watched and mm. then when I was watching it I was like oh they're doing a time I didn't know like I didn't know it was a <laughs> film I didn't know it was a Groundhog Day film so mm-hmm. I was watching I was just I was just trying to enjoy it do you know what I mean and I, I just, I did. It was J.K. Simmons <laughs> in there as well. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh. But yeah, uh, my my week is my week has been been slow so far, but fast at the same time. So it's quite paradoxical. How's your week been, Stacey? My week's been it's been a lot. I feel like my weeks currently have been like just doing a lot. So. Yeah, they've just been a lot trying to give myself some rest and I don't know how to navigate what is enough rest nowadays. I kind of just take what I get and make it work. But yeah, my week's been all right. My week's been all right. What about you, David? How's your week been? Hey, uh, yeah, my week's been okay. I can only be grateful. I haven't felt... I've I've been trying to maintain uh, productivity and everything. But um, yeah, I've been feeling like just different anxious thoughts and everything that have kind of been slowing me down a bit. But I'm grateful that I'm still still playing forward, still moving ahead. And uh, we keep going and it's great with St. Jake too. Lovely, lovely. It's a great way to stay in shape. Yep. From Family Guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm glad you put it. I'm glad you put it. Bro, I clock these things, man. <laughs> I collect these things, man. What? I collect these things, it's a, and it's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. No. Yes. Oh my days. Sorry, you were saying. It's okay. It's okay. What episode of Family Guy was that from? It's like season oh, five or something like that. It was wow. Like, it was like um. I think there was like a tornado and Asian reporter Trisha Sakanawa was interviewing a, a guy on a speed bike and he just kept say, ending every sentence with and it's a great way to stay in shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if the sentence has nothing to do with it, it just go, um, stay oh in shape. My gosh. Uh, that was jokes. That was actually jokes. You guys are cute. I'm glad you guys have this with each other. It's cute. Boy, boy. It's real, real cute. Real Dude, cute. The, the day that I found out that David likes anime sonic and rock music i was like yeah this is my nigga because <laughs> <laughs> everyone everyone knows i would join them up until a certain point like no mm-hmm. I, I haven't found the end point with david yet like <laughs> it just don't stop. oh my gosh that's a sonic adventure battle too what are you talking what? about what are you talking about up, bro what are you talking about what you wow. know about that? Radical City Escape. Come on. Escape. Come on. Rolling what? around at the speed of sound. <laughs> Follow my rainbow. Yeah. Stacey, sorry. Yeah, we, we were going uh, off. Yeah, we're going back. off. We're no, back it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Have your moments, man. Have your moments. You deserve it. You guys deserve your joy. 
um but now nah, guys so today 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 we're gonna be talking about like a real interesting self-reflective looking within ourselves topic so i was basically inspired by the conversation we had in the last podcast like that was a deep one y'all how'd you guys feel about that last one yeah that was that that impromptu thing there was it just opened up so much like i feel like you know when you feel lighter after a conversation yeah. I, I just feel lighter it was it was, it was great and I, I got some feedback from it as well that like oh yeah thank you guys for being so vulnerable so that's fantastic vulnerability yeah man it was, it was good it was good to have those honest conversations and you know reflecting on our process and our journeys and everything you know and uh yeah let's keep it yeah going. yeah that's the, and that's basically what i'd like to continue but also in a more constructive way as well like i want us just to help each other and push each other and heal and learn from each other because i learn from you guys daily weekly hourly i think you guys are so talented and so dope so reflecting on the last podcast, um, I must have mentioned something about coming out of my comfort zone. And last year, I've just thought I did absolutely nothing of productive outcomes. Like I, I just thought last year, I just did nothing great. And I felt really bad. And reflecting on that, I realized that I was really working within my comfort zone. Like. I didn't want to challenge myself. I just took whatever Corona brought and I was like, yeah, it is what it is. I'm not going to push myself, which is fair, which is fair as well, because Corona was hard. It affects people in different ways. It's not every day you have to kill yourself when there's an actual pandemonium happening. Like you don't have to, you can take it chill. But upon reflection, I was like, mm, Stacey, but at the end of the day, what do you want for yourself? And I realized that I played it hella safe, man. I played it hella safe. So this year I was like coming out of my comfort zone. I'm doing things, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. And for me, that looked like, uh, it, and I say this cause I said this last time, it's very superficial, but that looked like putting myself out there more on socials, on social media, be more creative, like actively playing in my creative bag and also saying yes to opportunities and not second guessing myself that was me coming out of my comfort zone and so I wanted to ask you guys like in terms of your comfort zone how do you what does that look like for you normally when you're creating what does being in your comfort zone look like and do you think it's a bad thing oh okay um I feel like your comfort zone inherently is not a bad thing like by default it's not a bad thing to have a comfort zone but one must recognize that growth doesn't occur in comfort zones so if you're trying to grow if you're trying to progress if you're trying to move forward if you're trying to experience new things if you're trying to push yourself unfortunately none of that happens in the comfort zone um so it's it's an interesting one like it's yeah it's, it's it's just it's it's an interesting one because comfort zones are it's that thing where we create this bubble we don't really want to leave it um because literally just as it says on the tin it's comfort like you become so accustomed to it but it's it's gonna sound as sensitive but your goals don't care about your feelings it's, it's just it's one of them ones like 
you got to really decide what you want here. Um, I, I feel I feel like rest is important. I feel like it's time. It's it's, it's there's there's times to like stop, reflect, do your thing, rete But man must realize that that every single time you're spending not progressing, not trying to move forward, not trying to get out of your comfort zone, is time almost kind of wasted. I feel mm. like there's, I feel like when I say time wasted, yeah, I don't want to make it sound like there's, that it's all bad. I feel like that you could have good time wasted because you use that time to do something else. So you wasted time in one field, but the other field was flourishing, but whether that be your mental health or your, your just your physical health in, in, in any way or your interactions and your relationships with people. Um, if that's flourishing, then it's okay. I think, I feel like in some ways it's okay for your time to waste in whatever goal that you're trying to achieve. But I feel one must recognize that, yeah, like every single day, you wake up and you choose not, you choose not, or you not necessarily choose because some people it's not really a choice, but every single day you wake up and you don't do something that's linked um, to your uh, to your goals. If you're not trying to make sure that you're, you kind of end the day further ahead than where you, where you started the day in any way, shape or form, then yeah, it's, it's time that you've kind of wasted. But yeah, the comfort zone, like I said, is, is twofold because you, it, it has its, it has its pros and it has its cons. So mm. typically the comfort zone can be a good thing, but yeah, if you're trying to progress, we're trying to grow, you, that's, none of that's going to happen in the comfort zone. Um, I think Will Smith says something like, um, everything you want in this life is on the other side of fear. So it's like, yeah, if you, if you stay on your comfort, if you stay in your comfort zone, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's a tough one because in my opinion, just, just running off in my opinion, it's like, if someone spent their whole life in their comfort zone and were fine, then that's fine. I don't think, mm. I think it's very, it's very Western ideology for us to feel like, oh, we must do the next thing. We must progress here. We have to hit, hit that goal, hit that goal, hit that goal. Like we don't rest if that makes sense. Like even when mm. we've, even when we've reached a goal, we're thinking about the next goal. I think that's very Western, but you know, like in other areas of, of the world, they're so content with just being content. Like they just want to, do you know what I mean? Make a decent living, feed their family and be calm. And I think I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But yeah. if you're if you're talk, if we're talking about goals, if we're talking about achievements, if we're talking about um targets, yeah, the comfort zone is something that you must handle strategically and not stay there and dwell there. But yeah, it's a great way to stay in shape. Love <laughs> 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 that. What about you, David? Would you like me to repeat the question? Oh uh, yes, please, Queen. Yeah, so I was just asking about what do you think about people being in their comfort zone and is it a bad thing to... What do you think about being... Yeah, comfort zone in general, is it a bad thing from pe for people to stay in their comfort zone or work from their comfort zone? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 100. I think that, that Will Smith quote really captures it and um, it's... I think there has to be an intentionality to a comfort zone because as we've mentioned rest is important so you have to know where your comfort zone is you have to know where your safe space is so you can take care of what you need to take care of so that you can productively move outside of the comfort zone when it's time for that and I think it's it's striking the balance between knowing when to be uncomfortable knowing when to be uncomfortable now that's a hard thing to do honestly because you honestly never want to be uncomfortable you don't want to i mean obviously there's some crazy people in this world that are like yeah just give me all the opportunities and i'll just do it yes but for the rest of us who have social anxiety and all these other things uh we 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 like to 
remain as comfortable as possible. Like someone like myself, uh, though it may surprise many people, I'm not always I'm not always trying to I'm not always trying to be uncomfortable and get out and interact with people and all of that stuff. Sometimes I just you know, so I, I, I try and choose very carefully, like, am I going to go to this event? Obviously, this is pre-lockdown, but am I going to get involved in this thing? But even, yeah, even online, like, I, like, for me, getting out of my comfort zone is letting people know that I'm still trying to be an actor. So I really don't like posting things or, or like, interacting with people Mm-hmm. Where where it's like where it's almost like me trying to shoot my shot because one thing I just have this deep insecurity of coming across ingenuine and and basically me shooting my shot in that way is me coming out of my comfort zone. It's comfortable for me to hustle for myself by myself in the quiet of my home. It's uncomfortable for me to shoot my shot at someone else because the insecurity of me feeling like I'm trying to use other people starts to seep in. And yeah, so that's why I'm very careful on times I do shoot my shot, times I don't. Uh, I said all that to say comfort zones, know where they are, but know when to jump out of them because you can't stay in them forever or else there'll be no progress. I hope mm-hmm. I have reached the point and screw it with the same shape. <laughs> we did that whole episode, guys. Stacey, you have to do it one time. <laughs> you have to do it one time. <laughs> you guys need to stop but no you guys answered that really well actually really well and it really it helps me because as I was reflecting reflecting on my year I also started to reflect on the work that I've done and I'm very critical like (laughs) I'm a critical person so like I criticize the work that I do a lot of the time and I question myself so after I've done a piece of work I question myself upon reflection of that and I'm like what did I like what didn't I like and I have to say a lot of the times when I'm not completely happy with the work that I've done it's because I haven't challenged myself and I've worked within like a structure that I'm comfortable with and I kind of get into a routine where I'm like okay I know this is the way I know this is the way to get a specific result and this result is like it's good enough and then I I do that and then I'm like yeah that was good enough and then I listen I watch it back while I listen back to the work and I'm like oh you could have done better man you could have done better so I want to ask you guys whenever you feel like you're working from your comfort zone how do you guys normally challenge yourself out of that um I feel like, yeah, I feel like working from your comfort zone, yeah, is one of the things that you don't necessarily recognize straight away. But I feel Mm -hmm. like you recognize it when you sometimes, maybe when you look back at what you've done and you're like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it may not even be like an ugh, but it just may be like a, oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't grown. Like, I haven't elevated. I'm still writing. I used to write. It's, it's, I think there was a time when, um, I think I, I I think it happened because I recognized it in someone else. I'm not gonna say their name, but because um, yeah, you guys all know her in it, so I'm not gonna say it. But when we used to work together, um, there was a time when I was going through like it was almost an accelerated time of like growth where I was in every day I was consuming something new, um, mm. I consuming new information that will help me get better at everything I'm trying to be doing. Yeah, and then I think almost a year had passed. 
um, this was this was like many years, not, not many years ago, like maybe five, six years ago, but a year had passed. And I remember writing with this person again, but then her work was exactly the same as it was a year ago, just a different type of project, obviously, but the 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 quality was exactly the same as, as a year ago. And I remember thinking, oh dang, like, yeah, if you if you're not if you're not elevating your work would just stay the same and then yeah if, if you're if you're working from your comfort zone you don't really want that do you know what i mean i feel like every this is just me but every single piece of work i do has to be better this is why like i said what i said about safari zone last last um episode as well like i've written stuff um after safari zone that's just yeah. better <laughs> do you know what i mean so yeah. to go back and then work on something that is not as good and it's, it's, it's quite difficult, but yeah, working from your comfort zone is, is, is hard to recognize at first, but once you do recognize it, me personally, I just stop or I get someone to just like read it and really scrutinize it or ask me like mad questions about it. But ultimately, yeah, I just stop because I don't want to continue working when I haven't um, necessarily grown from mm. my past writings, like, yeah, if I if I haven't grown, then there's there's no point in me continuing. So me personally, I just stop. But mm. that's just me. Benga, feel, yeah, man. I think you touched on what I do at, towards the end of yours. Like I I get someone else involved, and usually it's you, Phil. Um, when well, I, well, usually it's you, David. Okay. Well, dang it, Phil. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man, but that, 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 that's specific to my writing or projects I'm trying to come up with. Um, it's very, I mean, first I need to get out of my comfort zone to actually believe in myself to write the thing or create the thing. And then as I'm doing it, I, I get into this new comfort zone of, okay, I'm doing this now. It's going the way I think it should go. It's all right. Then I finish it and I'm in a new comfort zone of, okay, now I have this thing but I can't share it with anyone because I, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to break it down, if it's going to go anywhere. And then I have to get out of that comfort zone by sharing it with Phil or another friend or something or reading it out loud and actually doing the thing. So 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 there's, there's a real process to it. And I think from acting-wise, it's a bit different because you, you just can't be comfortable as an actor if you're acting. Mm. You know, you'd like getting out of your comfort zone is when someone shouts action or when you step on the stage in front of an audience. I mean, you could try and be in your comfort zone if you want, but that's just going to be a stale performance that you'll probably look back on and regret. So I think when, when I'm like training my acting, like in my house over this pandemic, when I've been doing monologues and stuff, yeah. Um, like my comfort zone has been not putting it online anymore, you know, because I, I remember I tried that for a bit, but then mm. I just got really anxious and then I just stopped acting altogether. And since then, I haven't really gone back to that. But, yeah. you know, I'm always quick to send the self tape the minute I get it or, you know, oh, I'm, I, I'm quick when I'm actually doing the thing when it comes to acting. But when, I, when I'm training, when I'm trying to work on myself, I'm very, very comfortable. No, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Because I wanted to even elaborate on what you guys have said, because as we create pieces, for me anyway, as I start with any project that I'm in, I start off in my comfort zone just so I have a foundation. And when I think about 
the way I work. I try to now anyway, upon reflection, I try to have my comfort zone as the base. So that is just the structure that I used to build off of. So now whenever anyone gives me anything, I'm like, okay, cool. How would I normally start it? What am I comfortable with? How do I go into go into it? And I do this with acting a lot. Like with acting, I want to be as natural as possible. So first, when I receive a script, I start to, I just say the script how Stacy would say it. So I just say the script to get a natural feel of how it sounds in a conversational way. I'm just like, and then I go through that. So I go through, okay, I'm comfortable with the words. I'm comfortable with understanding, you know, the message of the script, the intention. And then the real challenge comes where you have to think about the relationship of the character now. Now I have to remove my comfort, which is me, from from the process. Like I have to remove me. I now understand how the base of it is and the structure of it is. It's like, got to dig deeper. And this is when the character comes into it. And I noticed that recently. And I noticed that in terms of my character work, I can do much, much more. I need to push myself and be more aggressive with my with the way I go at characters I get really scared though I think that's the thing about comfort zone as well like everything around it scares me everything outside it sorry not around it, everything outside my comfort zone scares me so I get really scared that I'm going to get it wrong so I'm like at least in my comfort zone there's a certain type of right there but outside of it I'm scared that I'm going to get it wrong but as I've started to like push myself a bit more I've realized that I'd rather get it a bit wrong then look back and be like, oh, you did the same thing again. Like, I'd rather get it wrong and be like, okay, I tried. I tried. That didn't go exactly to plan. But I did something different. And I always learn more from the difference, the different things that I do than if I do the exact same things. So... Yeah, in terms of like projects that we do and starting off from your comfort zone, I w- actually, do you guys actually start off from your comfort zone? When you're starting a new project, like what do you use as your structure? Where do you start from? Um, I don't think I've ever necessarily, st- I think I'm, I tend to be quite often in my comfort zone. Um, Cause yeah, it, it, that, that tends to be quite default. So any any new ideas I'm coming up with, um, they they tend to come from a place of familiarity, or, or like or the main characters tend to be like uh, a, a almost a microcosm of of me or an example of of one of my characteristics. So generally, there's a comfort zone there. But then, um, yeah. So but then, I guess I expand on the world and try to do something different to mm. what I'm, to what has been done before and which means um i'm not in my comfort zone anymore which means i have to probably go out and do a bit of research or um yeah a bit of research a bit of world building um and then yeah like i think generally especially when it comes to like writing i think people tend to start from different points but then it tends to generally be the same type of thing like you you build a world you build characters in whatever order and then you you build a journey so is i think it's rare unless it's the story unless it's a story literally about you i think it's rare that you'll ever um remain in your comfort zone throughout that whole pro- whole process but yeah i feel like generally you're not in your comfort zone for that whole process and then you, it's about um 
I guess being vulnerable and exposing yourself to tell a story that you want to tell, um, or when like when you're working with someone else, um, you're you're not you're you're not in your comfort zone because you're working with someone else. So they have ideas, they have they have thoughts that they want to they want to bring to the table. So you gotta open yourself up and be available to um, experience those ideas. But generally, for me, with, with most ideas start from me. Um, thinking of a scene or a joke or a character type or, or concept or just one one of the one of those and then you just build a world around that like um or or just like i'll message david for example which is usually david so it's not really an example because it's usually <laughs> david but <laughs> i'll message david and just be like hey is this funny or is this joke funny or um what do you think about this? Or we should have a scene where this happens and stuff like that. And then you just see where you can fit that in. But I think because I tend to be quite prepared before I even come into new ideas, like I have um, a note on my notes, I have a folder full of um, dialogue jokes and scene jokes and different ideas. So I tend to be quite prepared to come into new ideas. So if that's comfort zone, then I guess I remain in it. If that, if that makes sense, it's quite, it's quite nuanced, but yeah. Mm, mm, nah. So I w- so whilst I was listening to you, I just wanted to ask. So for you, do you think the way you challenge yourself most of the time is inviting people in on the process? So like going to David to like ask if, oh, like not to double, not to check, but just to like invite him in on the process and be like, oh, what do you think about this? Is that how you feel like you challenge yourself? I don't feel, I don't think I challenge myself when I ask David. I think I challenge myself when David and I, we're almost trying to one-up each other with jokes and what, what could be funny. I think that's challenging. But I think going mm-hmm. to David and presenting a joke, I think because we have very, very similar senses of humour, um, senses of humour, sense of humour, senses, I guess it makes sense. If we have very similar sense of humour, then a very similar sense of humour. There it is. See, I got there. I told you. You have a very sense of humour, very similar sense of humour. So it's you not were. really... I, I tend... David, I haven't found a joke that... I've like given to David or idea I've given to David that he's pushed back and be like, ah, oh, no, that's, that ain't it. Cause I think mm. we're, we're quite similar in, in that sense. But when I take it to someone else though, that's, that's a challenge because yeah. Or like if I'm taking it to like the target audience, that's a challenge. Something that, something that I really wanted to do is um, when I was reading Save the Cat was to bring myself out of my comfort zone and ask people, literally random people just go up to them and be like, Hey, can I tell you about this idea? Um, and then you just basically pitch that idea to them who would be your mm-hmm. typical target audience and then see how they respond. I never got around to, around do, around to doing it because at the time I was reading the book, I was writing a feature film about a, um, a young black girl. So if I wanted, to, if I just went up to a young black girl, that could have been intimidating or she could have thought I was moving to her. So I just never did it. So yeah, <laughs> I think I might just try that um, in, in other ways, but yeah, um, that would be me out of my comfort zone. But generally with, when I'm bringing an idea to David, I'm probably already in my comfort zone because I, I just, we have similar senses of humor. Interesting. Humor. That's humorous thing. Humor, humorous. I, I'm a very, I, I like structure and I like, I like keeping organized just to make sure that I don't lose any of the things in my toolbox that I spent learning about. So when it comes to writing, I have mm. like a full written down process of things I need to hit when I'm developing an idea to make sure that the idea can actually get to the writing stage. So. Like I start with the title, the log line, the genre, the characters, and then I like get into how's the pilot or 
how's the script itself going to be structured like it's fully it's fully um organized and structured in a way that I guess you could call a comfort zone and it's the same process for my acting when I get a script and I'm developing a character um I have these things written down from like all the bits of training I picked up over the years of like okay I have my questions I have my facts and the script I have all these characterization methods that I stick to for every project I do and where it then gets out of the comfort zone for writing is when I actually start writing the thing and when I actually get Phil involved that we start bouncing ideas it's like okay we have the structure now how are we going to make it its own thing and when I'm acting it's okay I have all this that I've written down analyzed the script and everything and then like it's literally the thing that my drama teacher said to me is like okay write all down get all that text analysis done then throw it away turn on the camera and just go and like as soon as the camera's on that's when the comfort zone is out of there and it's like okay Mm -hmm. I know I did all this stuff but that's just to contextualize my Mm. creativity so that Mm -hmm. I don't go too far but I can still you know and that's kind of how how it happens for me no that's dope that's dope I definitely see similarities with what I do however I've never like just scrapped it and like just <laughs> the camera on and be like <laughs> it's metaphorical for sure I don't you know like, <laughs> phone, like throw away my phone and stuff but you know <laughs> no, I hear that I hear that okay so to like round off guys I have like okay I think this is a positive question I hope it's a positive question reflecting on the work that you've done previously yeah what have you enjoyed most about the projects that either you've created oh stacy wait one sec 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 sorry it's, it's not like an it's, I, I just it's an urgent question because okay. you're moving on to a different point of like comfort zone but i wanted to quickly ask um um but there was no like segue point so i had to just okay i'm sorry but yeah um, <laughs> so when we did the water yeah really? we did yeah. the water yeah what was uh, was whatever at what points where was it comfort for you at what points did you recognize comfort you had to leave comfort like um when there, there was a, there was a scene that we did in the water um where it was a short film just in case anyone's listening to this um that doesn't know the war is a short film that um stacy starred in as the main actor um uh, like maybe what 2019 or something yeah. oh actually it might be 2018 no, I think it was 19. 19, yeah. 19. Yeah, 19. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we did a short film. Um, yeah, so, what, yeah, where where was the comfort zone for you? At what points were you out of the comfort zone? Like, the scene where um, Sarah breaks down and cries at the dinner table when she leaves, like, was what was that like for you in terms of comfort zones? Mm, that's a good question. That's a good question. I'm thankful for the cutaway. Um, basically, for me, the comfort zone was initially the audition stage. I remember when I first did the audition, I didn't audition for the main character because I was like, that's all, you don't know if you got it. Like, mm, just try and get in where you can type of thing. So definitely I was working from my comfort zone there. And then they asked me to read for the lead and I read for the lead and I was like, even when I was reading from her perspective, I still, I felt like, to get into her perspective, I needed to I needed to find my voice in her story. And that was still a bit of like, I was still comfortable, which in a weird way made me feel like the role was for me. 
as I was reading from her perspective and it resonated with me so naturally, I was like, ah, this feels right. This feels right. So in that sense, my comfort zone helped me find the alliance with the project. It helped me just feel at home in that project. But as we started to delve deeper in that project, it was like, oh, she's broken. Like she's hurt. She's emotional. She's going through this, going through that. And normally I'm, I'm a pretty upbeat person. I'm a bubbly person. So in the sense of coming out my comfort zone, I had to really try to figure out how I can remove who I am from this character. And I started off doing some research. I did uh, some research because she also had, um, she had depression. I, I, I think anxiety. Yeah, anxiety. Anxiety. And she had panic, panic attacks. Yeah. So I started doing some research with panic attacks, started doing some research with like, just... She had a mantra to calm herself down and all that. Um, the process man started looking into the process started looking into her relationship with her family and yeah that was that helped me come out of my comfort zone real easy because I never had a panic attack before and I was doing some research as to how to have panic attacks so that was fun and that challenged me honestly that challenged me and you didn't go method did you did you go method did you go method (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not completely method not completely method I do do a bit of method okay. I do but not completely because I find it hard to extract back like the reality sometimes when I go completely method and I and after I do method like I need to be sheltered I just I need I don't want anyone to see me as vulnerable as I am but in during the panic attack scene it was like after I'd done it because that was something I've never done before and that was out of my comfort zone. After I'd done it, I was like, oh, I needed that. Because now I know that there's something in me that I can tap into to, to reach certain emotional levels or certain, certain I don't know, like there's, there's more diversity in me in terms of my range than I gave myself credit for. And then in terms of the family scene, because um, there was a scene where Basically, she was having a dinner with her sister and her brother and her dad, who she hasn't seen in years. And her dad was talking smack. And she basically like broke down at the table. And I remember having to redo that scene so much. And I was like, I'm I'm okay to cry on cue. Like I'm I'm fine with that. But to make sure that I'm still emotionally connected to the words and to everything around me that was that was a whole new experience and getting into that it challenged me as well because it's not just about me at the end of the day it's about feed like giving giving something for the other characters and the other actors to work with as well because they were giving me so much they were giving me so many beautiful things so I had to make sure that I was present in my character too and I was like how do I keep keep hitting this level all the time like how do I make sure that I hit this every time and that that was a beautiful challenge man that was a beautiful challenge and that project I will always be so thankful for because I I didn't know I I was capable of doing some of the things that I did um and reflecting back on it I'm very thankful for it and I'm happy with the work that I did I think I I can definitely see that there's room for improvement, a hundred percent room for improvement. But I'm happy with what Stacy did 
back then that's Stacey but also when I first watched it I was like oh I could have done better but now I've taken some time to sit on it and be like yeah okay okay thank you for the work that you put in there now we've got to put more work in future and I say thank you to myself my old self for the work that I put in but now we put in more work in the future but what made you ask that question Phil? Um, yeah because I think when you were asking questions earlier I can't remember what question it was but I was thinking that Oh yeah, you have a literal example that you could pull from. You didn't mm. you didn't mention it because you were mentioning work. And I was like, I mean, she's done the war. So <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't say anything. And then obviously you asked us and then we obviously we answered and I forgot about it. But yeah, um I was, I was thinking about it when you were asking the questions earlier. Mm. Do you know do you know one one thing? Because this actually links what you even asked actually links to the question I was gonna ask as well. So thank you for that. Um like in terms of reflecting back on the work you've done and what you've enjoyed and why you've enjoyed it and a lot of the times what the reason I enjoy the work I do is because I push myself if if I look back on the stuff that I've enjoyed it's literally because I've pushed myself and I've done something that is different to my normal personality like um I don't know if you guys remember me David Toby Caleb and Sways did like this it was a project for Caleb Wah-ha. Good times. Yeah. No, was what I suppose it was Black Heart or I something. Oh, 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 right, right, right. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. You French. <laughs> Got it. Language of love. Got it. <laughs> Got it. But yeah, um, yeah. And I just remember working on that project and I pushed my comp I pushed myself out of my comfort zone by just saying, let me do it. Like they, this was when I just knew I just met you guys as well so I didn't really know you guys like that and you must have just posted hey is anyone free tonight and I was like Stacey I was like Stacey you don't know them but also Stacey you need to do this like you need to grow you need you've been asking God to help you grow and challenge you and make you into the person that you want to be in future you want to be a better actress you need experience these people are out here literally asking you to come and work. And I was like, push myself out of the comfort zone. Went to do it. There's so many things that day that was out of my comfort zone, mind you. If it, David, do you remember the process? Because first, it was the scene on the couch with Toby. But didn't we get used, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of that. <laughs> first was that scene. And then we did the outside scene where it was real toxic. Oh, it was that little toxic. Work real quick. Yeah. Fun, fun. But yeah, like upon reflection, the projects that I've worked on that I've really enjoyed, the stuff that I've done as well, are things that I've pushed myself out of my comfort zone with. So yeah, I wanted to ask you guys, like, if you were to look back and think about certain projects that you've worked on that you've really enjoyed, what would they be and why? Um I think the projects I've enjoyed the most have been learning experiences. I think um, any project that's my hands or I'm a, I'm a massive part of part of it, whether it's my project or someone else's projects and I'm just taking part, I don't I don't necessarily enjoy those per se because um, I'm not learning as much. I'm just doing. And I mm. think I, I enjoy learning more than anything. So um, yeah, I'd say like, there's the feature films I've been I've been a part of, or the um, the massive brand projects I've been a part of, or the the TV shows um, that I've been a part of. I enjoy those the most because I'm learning so much. 
and it's uncomfortable AF. Like it's so, it's so, it's like, it's such an uncomfortable experience just being on a film set because, mm. especially if you're if you, if you don't have an actual a proper title, um, or if you're if you're a trainee. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable because you're so. I've, I've said this. I've said this to David before. Like you're so close to the industry, but you're so far away at the same time. But you just kind of have to make the most of the experience, and it's uncomfortable because like everyone's looking at you like, "What's he doing here?" Or "What are you supposed to be doing?" Like it's almost like everyone almost looks at each other, especially if you're, if you're not part of the main crew. Everyone looks at each other like, "What is what's this person doing here?" So it's uncomfortable in that sense. But I understand how much growth is found in in those moments. Like so, so, so much growth is found in it. I've I've had so many learning experiences from being on on very very high budget sets, um, but I don't. And this is not to say that I don't want to do any projects that are like mine or uh, friends or someone or I'm helping out. I still want to do them, but I, ju- I don't enjoy them as much because I'm not learning. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm just doing. Um, but I, I don't feel like I have to be enjoying it to be on on the project. Uh, like it's not mm-hmm. it's not every, it's not everyday enjoyment for for this type of thing. Um, but yeah, okay. the, I say the one I enjoy the most is the ones where I'm learning a lot, and those are those tend to be the bigger sets. So yeah, love that, love that, David. What are you saying? Hey, Queen. Uh, yeah, man. I, you know what? Show you very some interesting points. I, 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 I just find myself enjoying it all. Like just being on set at all is just like the quickest way to make me happy, really. Which is, mm. you know, probably dangerous. But anyways, we're not getting into that today. What we're getting into is the fact I just love being on set, being a character and like hearing action and just doing doing the scene, man. It is, it's amazing. And referring to projects I've done, I think, so the projects I did last year with the Youth Film Academy thing that I was part of, like that was very out of my comfort zone. But like, just, just thinking mm-hmm. about it now, like when it comes to acting, I, when it comes to doing the work of acting, like the comfort zone isn't even it's not even a thought for me because I'm just like, I just want to do this thing. It, it just doesn't matter. Like we did a horror film. I hate horror films. I did best <laughs> horror movies. And I had to pick up a mouse with my hands. I'm terrified of mice and rodents. And I had to dip my head under water. I can't swim. I'm terrified of water. <laughs> and I had to dip my own head willingly into water. And you know what, bruv, I did it. And I was like, nah, we can get another one. That's how, <gasps> that's how much I love the work of acting. Like all the fear, all the anxiety, it just like, it just goes. Cause I'm like, I'm doing what I ask God to do. There is no time for me to even think of like what's uncomfortable here. And I think that just creates a comfort in me that just allows me to do whatever, like picking up a dead mouse, just bleeding from the nose. Oh, come on. Like seven takes. Come on. It's crazy. But hey, we did it. it. I, I really enjoyed my performance in that in that short as well. And uh, by God's grace, at least future opportunities. And I hope I'm done answering the questions. Great with the same shape. No, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing. Nah, guys. Ah, uh, so going moving on from this conversation. Yeah, what are we gonna do to make sure that we consistently challenge ourselves in the projects that we do? I think um, I think oh, this is gonna sound mad, 
But I think that seeking you madman. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Too early. I was too early. Let me meet myself. Yeah, man. I'm trying to take over the. Water. But yeah, um, I think that um, seeking new counsel, trying to be in rooms where you're the least intelligent. Mm. Uh, they're all things that you kind of have to continue doing, which means, <laughs> which means you can't necessarily be working with the same circle if you're trying to grow. Because unless they're trying to grow at the same pace that you're trying to grow, because you'll either be moving too fast or too slow or something, but the pace just won't be right. And I think that doesn't necessarily mean, um, that doesn't that's so that's that's not necessarily just rooted in um whether you're act, acting with someone or something it can even just be like um feedback like are you sending your work to people who have better knowledge based on their credentials people who have been tried and tested are you sending your work to them like i i liken it to like if i had a marriage issue I'm going to go to someone who's been married about this particular issue. Not saying I won't go to anyone else because I feel like there could be wisdom in any area. Um, Jesus was preaching at 12. Like there could be wisdom in any area, but like I'm going to make sure I still go to someone who's married for a marriage issue. So if I have a project that I've done or work that I've done or something I've written, I'm going to take it to someone who is ahead of me, who, who I recognize to be ahead of me in the game. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of a, a believer that if I'm still working with the same people and we're still in the same positions, much, there hasn't been much growth. That, I think that's just me. Maybe I'm being hard or harsh um, on myself as well. But I feel like, yeah, there, isn't, there hasn't been much growth. Um, and... I feel like I do have those people who I can send my stuff to, but I feel like the only thing that's stopping me from sending my stuff to them is whether they have my time, which um, isn't, isn't, and I wouldn't blame them if they didn't because they're working. Do you know what I mean? They're out here working. So yeah, I think, I think I've answered the question. I believe I've answered the question. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, I'm done. It's a great <laughs> I'm I'm done. <laughs> Love that. David, what about you? Moving forward from this, how do you think you're going to challenge yourself? Moving forward from this, I think I definitely need to take Phil's note in terms of my writing and, and like sharing it with more people. I mean, I say that, but like a caveat that sometimes people just aren't with your vision and sometimes they can hold you back if you're just like sharing your vision so many places that there has to be a vetting process basically 100%. Who, who you're sharing your stuff with and who you're taking feedback from but I, I definitely can afford to still be a bit more open in that sense of like sharing that but also like when it comes to actually making the projects and producing hopefully that will be a place to branch out further because now we can like say oh hi producer we have this short film or hi um development executive we have this project we've been working on you know that's those, those are active steps forward and that's that's definitely out of the comfort zone acting wise i think i 
I I'm not as worried because I just know my myself like brother you told me to do the thing I'm gonna do the thing um so yeah I guess I just gotta keep doing that how about you Queen Stacy that's good that's good um for me moving forward I'm gonna challenge myself by continuing to say yes to projects that I feel like I don't I I feel insecure about basically I'm gonna continue to challenge myself to say yes and to also I had a um uh me and we were talking in a group chat and Phil mentioned something about someone that reached out to him and I admired that so much oh it made me fall in love with the girl instantly like Ah, oh, I just love that confidence to like put yourself out there and be like, hey, this is what I do and I deserve this as well. Like I deserve a shot basically. Like I, I want it. Like someone that's hungry and I want to I want to continuously be hungry for knowledge and I want to continuously be hungry for my my passion and my talent. And one thing that I decided whilst I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about, do you want success or do you want mastery? And one thing that I do want is mastery. I do want success, but more than su- success, I want to master my crafts in anything I do. I want to be able to continuously learn and challenge myself, which means, which means putting myself out there, like more than applying for roles, when there are no roles go speak to writers like network actively be active be on it yeah create as well one thing i'm going to challenge myself to do is always be creative no matter what whenever that opportunity strikes even when there's no opportunity i'm gonna create an opportunity to be creative that's my goal moving forward from this conversation could you could you expand on that point that you heard before about do you want success or mastery because um, at the moment, I'm not quite. I'm not quite hearing why they're different. Mm. So, yeah, could you expand on that a bit? Yeah, definitely can. Definitely can. It's like um, with success, from my understanding of it, there's a lot of it has to do with the validation from. Oh, okay, others. cool, 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 cool. But mastery yeah. is more of an inward yeah. type. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was thinking that your success can be whatever. So if your success is mastery, then. It's kind of like a well, you you kind of hit both, but mm. I guess yeah. If if we're talking about the validation and recognition and maybe like monetary gain and stuff like that, then yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. cool, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. But yeah, that's that was just like my take on on my journey and where I want to be as well with my journey. But thank okay. you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for for sharing and being in this conversation with me. I've learned so much from you guys. I want to be like you. Dude, <laughs> I'm not even trying to be, be like, like me. I'm trying to be someone. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like. I even try to be like me. I've, I've, I haven't grown enough, in my opinion. I haven't grown enough in the last um, since the turn of the year. I guess I haven't grown enough. I haven't done enough, in my opinion. Um, I feel like I'm. I've, I've learned new things. Um, I'm, I'm expanding on ideas like um, like David. I was gonna even actually have a chat with you about one of the feature films that we're we're writing about. Why it's I think it's trash now. So, <laughs> yeah. 
So which one that is? <laughs> oh my days, David. Actually, I've got to ask you because I actually don't know. How many times do I actually come up to you and just be like, I, I think this idea that we did is kind of bad now. We need to, we got to change it. Yeah, a couple of times. <laughs> a couple of times. Because I'm only deep in it now. Yeah. Good anymore. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> okay, I, I, the evolution. I feel like that's that's it's a good sign sometimes, but then sometimes you just be like, no, you're just being too critical. And sometimes I need that because I, I boy, I, I can be my worst... My, I mean, we are, we all are our worst crit, critics, but I feel I can be very, very hard on myself in the pursuit of growth. So, yeah, I feel like, yeah, that may be even a talking point, maybe for our next episode, but how do we remain grounded when we're trying to grow? Because sometimes we'd be doing too much and it's like, no, 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 you, you were there, you had it. Like, it's not trying to, you can get so comfortable with, I right, know, one up in, one up in, one up in, one up in. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, 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 you had it, you had it there. And it's like, where do you know when there is? And it's like, who's going to tell you that's where you were? Like, you didn't need to go further, like, take it back, scale back a bit. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's a, that's an interesting one. It is an interesting conversation. I'd love to have that conversation as well. But yeah, guys, I would like to wrap it up to sign out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you guys have any thoughts, opinions, anything you want to add, please do let us know. I mean, y'all can, I don't know, we've said our socials previously. So if anyone wants to know, please find us. Well, I mean, I'm going to say mine again, just because I've brought it up. Stacy Chanel, please hit me up on Instagram if you guys don't know me already. And yeah, I'd love to hear feedback. But thank you guys for listening. It's been fun. Yeah, I'm not going to say any of my socials. Just hit up Stacy. I think that's the best way to go. Please do. (laughs) That will make your week better. So, absolutely. Stacy, your curtains behind you are fantastic. I right. mean, the way it's like matching with your hoodie right now. Yeah. It's like, how do you just synchronize with everything good in dude, this world? Dude, it's like, it's like the colors are blended, but Stacey stands out. You know what I mean? Wow. How you know does I mean? that even work? Like science, <laughs> art, what is it? What are you? The hoodie what is grey and the curtains are white, so I don't know how we're blending, but that's okay. Let's get a fit. No, no, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? It's it's what it's, is it? it's, it's the gradients. You see, when right, the light, right. the light created gradients. That mm-hmm. makes it different to make it the same. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. you stand out in the sure. midst sure. of the grayness. Sure. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you are the light. Right. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. We <laughs> love it. And we will be seeing you guys next week, hopefully, with a new podcast. Cool. All right. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>